Hello everyone, here I am again, Linda O'Call-Jenner, with another Motivational Moments podcast. Have you ever tossed and turned in bed and eventually thought to yourself, Oh, this is no good, and decided to go and get a drink or something to nibble on, hoping it would help you sleep? Well, I have been doing that a lot lately, naughty me. I do have a good excuse though, or so I think, to justify my bad habit. Just over a week ago, I was back in the hospital undergoing the final phase of my reconstruction. The surgeon removed the expanders and replaced them with silicone. For those of you who are not regular listeners to my podcasts, bad you for not listening to me before, but an explanation might be needed before I go on. Eight years ago, after my second diagnosis of breast cancer, I underwent a double mastectomy. Since then, I have battled with water bras and prosthesis, which never seemed comfortable to me. Yes, I could have been a modern woman and said I prefer not to wear a bra because I burned mine when it was fashionable, but it's just not the same when you have no breasts at all. I always felt like I was sticking out in weird places, just not where I was supposed to. For those of you thinking this is a vanity insanity kind of deal, think again. I truly love myself. In fact, I know I'm quite perfect. This was about comfort and feeling comfortable and not all hot and bothered as I did when I wore the prosthesis. In fact, it took me eight years to get to this point. I am the kind of person who does not choose elective surgery, which this was. But I earned my brownie points. I waited a long time to ensure I was strong in body, mind and spirit and worked with my doctors whom I trusted and listened to their advice. Do I advocate messing with something which isn't broken? No. Do I think it's okay for women who just want to look bigger or sexier or whatever to have surgery to do this? No, but that's me. Everyone to their own. It is a free world, or so I'm told. So before the operation and tonight, a week afterwards, I decided I'd had enough of tossing and turning in bed and not being able to sleep. Rather than disturb Dave, my long-suffering husband, I decided to tie myself out surfing the web all night tonight, working on my podcast. The good news is I am doing well. I saw my surgeon today and he thinks everything worked out brilliantly and I just have to take it easy for another two weeks and then go back to see him two weeks after that. Okay, enough about my breasts, even though I'm quite taken with them. Well, it has been eight years. I feel like I've gone through a fast-track puberty. Let's talk about something I am passionate about, helping others. In this case, it's the homeless and people who do not have enough food to eat. In my hometown, there is a big controversy because an organisation, who shall be nameless, has been feeding anyone who needs food for the past couple of months outside City Hall. The problem is that everyone is jumping on the bandwagon now and making this either political or personal and missing the point. 
Okay, so some businesses in downtown Kitchener and other individuals do not like the homeless being on the streets for lots of reasons. Okay, so the politicians see this as a way to gain votes in their favour. But, surely, we are missing the point here. Whilst everyone is throwing stones, pointing fingers and trying to outdo everyone else with their offers of support or just plain old criticism, it seems everyone has lost the plot. If we all truly want to help the disadvantaged, why not unite, communicate and work together for a solution? What a radical idea! Arguments are not going to help anyone, least of all the people who need the help. A thought for those of you who may think that homeless people can just disappear as if by magic because they make the streets look untidy. It isn't going to happen. If we want a flower to grow, we have to nurture it, help it along, water it, feed it, even talk to it. Well, not me, but some people probably talk to their plants. If we want our children to learn from us, be educated, know some good manners, we teach them, we help them. We even help little old ladies cross the road. Surely we can help the homeless because they really need this help and not because we have an ulterior motive. Surely we can see that if we want something changed, we have to be part of the solution. Food for thought, maybe. Moving on swiftly, as I tend to do, I'm going through a change myself, not the change of life. That is an ongoing thing since I had my hysterectomy four years ago, as a precaution because of the breast cancer. No, my change is about how I want to move forward with my business, motivational steps. The time has come, the business has grown, and with growth comes change. Am I rushing this process? No. Why is that, you may ask yourselves? Well, I am patient and I know a lot of time, effort and hard work went into building my business and at this point I feel a need to stand back and look at my business in the past tense. Look at it as it is now and look at what I see my business being in the future. A process that can't be rushed if it is to be done properly. I remember when I had my children and they were babies, how excited I was to see them smile, talk, walk, go to school, all of the special things that brings a parent joy. But I look back now and wonder what all the rush was about. I'd like to go back in time and slow down the process, but I can't. Luckily, I did a good job. My children are wonderful adults and I'm proud of them and I have no regrets. I have lots of cherished memories. When my business is concerned, I savour the time I have to grow and prosper. I know my vision, I know my passion, I know what I want. No one can take that away from me, and rushing to the finishing line sometimes means it's over, and I never want that for my business. I want it to grow and change and mature, just like my children, but I know the value of patience. It definitely is a virtue.
during my time of rest, doctor's orders, I am not allowed to exert myself in the area of certain exercise, lifting, reaching up high, and such like. Now that I'm feeling more motivated, and the anaesthetic has worn off, and the pain seems to be gone, I find much joy in my garden. I have always loved the garden. I find it therapeutic. I even love to get my hands and nails dirty. I hate wearing gardening gloves, but I have to as a precaution from infection. We have a new garden in our home, which was only built two years ago. I made a start in the front garden last year. My middle son gave me the most beautiful gift last Mother's Day. He gave me some money, which I quickly turned into plants for my garden. My new garden looked quite bare this time last year, but you should see now it's matured bit by bit. When I look at the plants, I think of my son and of his love, and I know that will go on forever, as will my garden. This year I'm working slowly on the back garden, and I started at the very back fence at the bottom of the garden, kind of in the middle. I love conifers, they stay green all year round, so I've two of those. I also have, or should say had, before I killed it, a gorgeous butterfly bush, but I think I transplanted it a few times too many, and it looks quite dead. I am holding on to the hope it might come back to life, though. You never know. I planted a purple clematis and a yellow climbing rose, and my children treated me to a crab-apple tree this Mother's Day, with dark red leaves and lovely pink blossom. As yet, my garden is very new and growing slowly, but as I said earlier, I am patient. I can add to my garden bit by bit, and see it thrive and mature, and that, for me, is a special time. Life is about growth and change and maturing, whether it is about us growing into adults, growing a business or growing a garden. It is about what we put into it and how much work we are prepared to do. Also, if we love what we do, we do it better. We do it willingly and we keep on doing it. I might make mistakes in my life, I might make the wrong decisions in my business, and I might not be able to grow certain plants in my garden, but in the end I tried and I learned from the things I did, and this means I can do things differently next time, if I want to. I experience joy over and over again, from the time I wake up until the time I go to sleep. It could be that I'm happy to see the sun shining in the morning, or that I enjoy a lovely breakfast with Dave. Maybe my eldest son phoned me to see how I was at lunchtime. Or even that I sat down and watched the TV and relaxed. Joy comes in all shapes and forms, and recognising that the simple things in life can bring us joy is when we realise what a lot we have to be grateful for. Maybe... We do forget to smell the roses sometimes, or say I love you, or even have a thought for the less fortunate, but it is never too late to change our ways and think differently if we feel the need to do so. Why not go and plant something when you have the time and watch it grow? Email me and tell me what you planted. I am guessing there will be quite a few of you who told me you had grown a pretty rose, and some of you who had grown a friendship. There could even be some who grew a business, 
and even some who were fed up of short hair and grew the hair long. The list is endless. Why not amaze me with some ideas of what you decided to grow? Whatever it is, be proud of it. Well, I think I'm going to finish here, as I am rather sleepy, and I think it's time for bed. I'm going to dream of more ideas for my business and my garden, and in the morning I'll feel all fresh and wide awake to work on some of those ideas. So for now, good night and take care. Please take a look at my website, www.motivationalsteps.com, and email me with any ideas or thoughts. I love to hear from you all. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, bye for now.